What's up, y'all? Welcome to another episode of Lift and Educate. In the episodes below, Jabari and I talk about topics relating to fitness and health, as well as current events and the country's state of fighting racism. We hope that you enjoy the episodes and please share the episodes you enjoyed with your friends and family, discuss and even take notes on the topics we talk about. Uh, you could send any questions in that you have so we can add that into the next episode. And please like, subscribe, and follow so that we can continue putting out great content for y'all. There's a couple things here. And I was talking to some group of people yesterday because we did it on the day before because we were celebrating Juneteenth and everything. But it was, we were talking about like some of the stuff that happening in the, in the sense of how messed up it is. And I got to the conversation we're having with them just saying like how bad systemic racism is that I kind of feel, I mean, and it's proven that people are, are racist but don't even know it you know what i mean mm -hmm. it's like no i'm not racist i have black friends or i'm not racist because of this it's like but you grew up in a racist society and you don't know what actual racism is like i've literally heard people say some racist things and like dude like why would you say that and it's like oh no but i'm not racist though i'm like well what you, you just said, said racist. yeah it was like how are you how are you not racist like well no, no. and it goes to show how blind society society is and like um, what's the term they use on? Yeah, how whitewashed uh, our history is, is that when people act in a racist manner, they don't see it as being racist, you know what I mean? Because it's just a normal thing, you get what I'm saying? And, that, and uh, the, book, the book that I've been reading, White Fragility, really outlines that. It really shows how um, somebody who, who, who may say they're not racist, but then make a racist remark and then get uncomfortable in acknowledging the fact that they made a racist remark because from their ideology, that's not, yep. but you have somebody who is of color telling you that was a racist remark. You have to accept that. Okay. Like, yeah. Maybe I'm not a racist, but I said something that was racist. So now right. I need to learn. Like there's a whole learning right. curve here that, that society uh, misses and that, that, yeah, I mean, just because you have black friends or whatever, that doesn't yeah. make you all of a sudden not a racist. Like you have to learn, you have to understand uh, what, this country has gone through for people of color what racism really is and then understand um even just like talking to somebody of color to hear their perspectives yeah. on the side of things will, will help you in, in making sure you never say the wrong thing even if you don't mean to right and and actually it stems from um i believe it stems from our education system the lack of well what is being taught and the lack of resources that is um, given to these kids I feel like it, it sets them up for that, where they don't know much of African history or Black history. They all they hear about that is just straight up slavery, and it's just a it's just a um, a bigger portion than actually what happened. Like even in world history, you talk about Europe, you talk about um, the Mon um, was it Khan Dynasty, you talk about all this other stuff, but no one really talks about like all right, what Africa or what any Black history was doing at the time. So where you teach kids that, hey, like, only thing that happened in black history was just slavery. Like, they're going to think, like, hey, this is all that all that was to it, you know? And it creates this stigma that, like, hey, like, most of the stuff that I'm hearing that are racist in, in, in the history of it is, is, is actually fact when it's not. And right. it's, really, it's really upsetting to, to know that even in American history, 
black history is American history that is not even accepted in the schools and need taught the way how it should be. Because I'm talking to my father-in-law and he just found out about Black Wall Street and what happened in um, Tulsa, Oklahoma. And he was like, wow, this was never taught for me. I was like, yeah, it never was even taught for me when I was in school. You know what I mean? Like I had to learn about that uh, because I was always seeking. I was always seeking. Like, and I was like, there's more to the story. There's more to this. And I remember like talking to, I remember having vivid conversations with my social study teachers and my history teachers. I'm like, yo, like, this is what we teach him. Like, this, there has to be more to this. And he's like, you know what? You're absolutely right. There's a lot more to this, but like with our school curriculum, we can't, I can't spend time on it. So I'm like, wow, like, that's kind of shady. Like, that's messed up. Like, we'll spend time on talking about, um, I don't know, like, we're talk, they'll, they'll spend a lot of time talking about slavery and this whole history of the, the, the Atlantic slave trade and everything like that, but they won't t- take time to talk about before and after. You know what I mean? Like, the Emancipation Proclamation, I remember, was just like a small page. And I remember it saying, like, hey, like, June, I specifically, like, it was like 1863 when um, Lincoln signed. I'm like, why is this not a national holiday? Like, I remember asking that. It was like, and the teacher sort of shit told me, like, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, yeah, like, this is, we celebrate Fourth of July. It's Independence Day. This is Independence Day for um, uh, a group of Americans here. Like, that should be a national holiday, too. And it's crazy now to think about that. Fast forward to now 2020. Now everyone's recognizing it, and there's states and local authorities allowing this to be a, national, a holiday, a paid holiday, you know. Um, and it's and it's just sad, and it goes to show you again the systemic racism that's happening even in our schools, right? Like they they don't know. You talk about the Emancipation Proclamation and talk about um, uh, the Civil War, but you don't talk about the the date of ending slavery and everything like like you know what i mean like that's to me that sounds it, you're trying to push that to the side so when you tell people about like hey like this is juneteenth this is um uh, uh the liberation of slaves and everything in america and there's not like hey like we should make this a national holiday anything like that or hey like i didn't know that you know like wait a minute we talked about it you know what i mean like how do you miss that subject line as we're talking about history in there so for me it's like it's, it's evident there to say, like, hey, like, it's even in our school system, you can see the racism that's there, like, that's implanted in there, you know what I mean? Like, what they're teaching and how they're going about it. And I just, I just never quite understood it why, why, yes, we are, yes, we are America, yes, we are a united front, but how do we teach our kids that? Like, you talk about just pretty much white American history, slavery, and then all, I remember all my, most majority, majority of my history classes were on Europe, you know what I mean? Like how much do I need to know about the Renaissance um, period and all this other stuff that happened in Europe? I'm like, that's not even my country. My country's here, right, right here in the United States, but I'm gonna talk more about that, you know what I mean? And we talk about, in, in world history, like we talk about world, like even like world history, we talk about, we don't even talk about majority of the world, it's just mostly Europe and that's pretty much it. You know what I mean? Europe, a small yeah. portion of Asia, and that's it. That's like, that's it? That's that's all the world consists of? Like, no. There's a bigger picture here that's being taken out, and that needs to change. The way how our curriculum goes, I feel like I feel like everything that we're doing is like, from stemming back way in the past, I was like, this is not enough. You know what I mean? Because the way how communication is so much faster now, the way how we have this technology, and the way that we go day to day, like there's more information out there that people are not really grasping. Like we need to 
teach these younger kids all the information that we possibly can. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. So, I mean, coming back to what you said before the education process, it was like uh, Black Wall Street, which I honestly didn't even know about. Right. Um, and uh, there's, there's so much to learn. There really is. I mean, going back to you know, talking about school and the education process there, it is a big issue. You know, I remember when I was younger, I would come home and I would say, oh, we kind of learned a little bit about this in history. And my dad would, would be like, what, what about this aspect of things? And because he's, he's big into history and reading and understanding what has mm-hmm. happened in this country. And, and he has always taught me stuff that they don't teach you in school, which is a problem. I mean, they need to yeah. teach you that stuff in school. And it's almost like, yeah, I mean, I get it's, it's racist in a way for them to not. Like, it's, an, it, yeah. it's, it's a almost a required acknowledgement for young Americans to learn about what has happened in the past and learn about the oppression and racism and liberation for black Americans. And they like try to like briefly touch on it and then, and then yeah. change the subject almost and not yeah, really yeah. like dive into it. And, and that, and they're in order to create sustainable change, is basically what we're doing now it seems like as a bigger collective where everybody is trying to learn even more and that needs to continue but it needs to go into the school system where um, in order for the change to be to 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 be changed and there to be no more racism the younger generations need to learn and then their generations after that as well and that way it just basically gets eradicated, and and all we know is, uh, you know, your fellow American is your fellow American, and right. there's no thoughts of racism. There's no, uh, and it's almost be, it's because of the education process or the realization of okay, this is what has happened. Now we need to like help and, and push forward black communities right. and, and black Americans and give them yeah. like a jump start because of all these yeah. years of oppression and. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say, dude. Like, to add to add what you're saying, like, it, it's, it's you're 100 percent hitting the nail on the head. And so, racism is something that is definitely taught. You're not born with it. You you learn from it. And sometimes some people who think like this is kind of a way of life. And it's like if they're, they're depending on who who's bringing you up and who's teaching you, like you you can't you don't really escape it until you seek out that knowledge. You know what I'm saying? Um, and it's and it's and I. And I personally feel like it's kind of, it's them in our education system because with the, what they teach in history and everything, it's um, it's messed up. Because I remember every time in social studies or in history class or world history, I used to be sitting there pissed the fuck off. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I was like, yo, you're missing a whole bunch, chunk here. Why are we talking about what actually happened? Why aren't we talking about like, how we got here? You know what I mean? And, yeah. and the thing that's happening that we're seeing on a daily basis, not a daily basis, but we've seen a lot of right now, it was pretty much trending is police brutality. How did we get here to the state of police brutality? Oh, okay. Let's talk about way back when when there were slaves slaves happened, like police forces created to making sure to protect um to protect the southern white wealth by if a slave were one running away, they sent those guys to go look for them and bring them back into slavery. Like these people are doing their what 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 people 
in Europe came to America for to find freedom, right? Now they're running away to find freedom and they're taken away from that because they're they're deemed as property. Now after that, uh, free slavery's slavery's over, people are free, and how do we kind of keep them down? Okay, like let's keep them, let's treat them as slaves, so to speak. So they go out there, they burn the communities down, they 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 terrorize them, they kind of they. <laughs> They take them away from the families, they kidnap them, they beat them, they abuse them, they kill them, and it keeps going on and on and on. And most of the time, these black communities endure these onslaughts from this police. What what is what is like what is the police force now and the administrative authorities? Like what happened in Black Wall Street and Tulsa was by the government pretty much. It was by the police officers. It was they, they were bombing and attacked they say angry mob but it's like really an angry mob or was it by police officers and an angry white mob you know what i mean um which they wish no one would ever which no one would flat out and come out and say that because why there's liability there and then it deems the government responsible to help protect the citizens and responsible for something that they should have they should have done a long time ago you know what i mean this was this was 99 years ago this is 1921 you know what i mean and people are learning about this now and there, there have been, in the 70s, people trying to argue these cases. There's people who lost their lives, who lost their lives trying to bring this history up. You know what I mean? This is American history, and you're going to take somebody out because you, don't, you want to eliminate that past, eliminate that, saying that this, this didn't happen, that there was no massacre of, pe massacre of people when uh, hundreds of people lost their lives, lost their livelihood, and... They don't want to. They don't want to make it right, you know. I mean, um, even looking, even looking before, uh, and and people were enslaved and, and shipped, uh, uh, you know, of, of tons of people crowded on the ship, and unhealthy situations yeah. being shipped across, yeah. and then being enslaved and and working and and, and dying as a slave. And even before all of that, you look at how. Uh, like America was founded, people came into this country and killed off Native Americans, yep. and for almost they had basically had no choice. Uh, you look at the story of uh, of like Sacagawea. That's like a, a story that's taught in young history class. Yeah, you really look right. at that. Like, what's the problem here? People are coming yeah. into this country. They're saying, "Oh wow, a new country. Let's claim it." You know, they had yeah. weapons, they had guns, yeah. they had all this stuff. So they're killing off Native Americans. They're taking over areas, and they're more or less forcing. These Native Americans who have no choice but to say, to agree and say, okay, I'll help sell you the land, you know. But that's not really taught in history. That's taught, oh, you know, this this nice Native American helped and and showed them the land, and then yeah. move on. Like like yeah. it's yeah. it's like it, it it's it's a cover up for the the yeah. the uh, the systemic racism for for the corruption for the uh, violence that this country was founded on. And it yeah. was founded on a way to claim land, make a ton of money, be greedy, and not care about the human race, and just kill people in the process. Yeah. And yeah. and yeah. then you then then okay, now they claim land. Let's let's bring African people over into America, and now force yeah. them to be slaves for years. And then after slavery, you have Jim Crow. Then you have Jim Crow laws too, and then right. continues on after that. And the racism is just instilled like you said it's instilled into certain families because it's been taught in, as a certain way 
uh, yep. in, in the past for yep. people who think that's the way of America, when in reality, yep. that's the way of a, 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 a cruel, uh, inhumane way to treat others. Yeah, and, 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 and to add to what you're saying, too, like it's, you're absolutely right in the way how they go about that is after, after the Civil War, like what happened, it was a period of reconstruction where we we're just saying, like, hey, like we have these new free men and what they're gonna, what, what can we do from them? And it was hard between the Union and the, the, the former Confederacy to get along as far as that goes. And with the, the, the part of racism that was happening in there, it's like obviously you see a period where they were trying to help everyone out, but there was not that much funds being put into doing that and helping the people, these people out in the reconstruction area. And then what pops up is ugly head. That's when you start seeing this uh, racism, systemic racism being implanted into the government of white supremacy and all the stuff that's happening that's literally ignoring the fact that we have a group of people here who are trying to live the American dream and they're unprotected and they're getting slaughtered and all the stuff and nothing's being brought up on them. And if things are being brought up on these people and keep trying to hold people accountable, they're literally getting slapped on the wrist or these charges were being dropped. Um, and, it's, and it's really sad because um, with everything that's going on with the with the state of the country, like I like to tend to go back in history and say, okay, how how did we get here? And watch these documentaries like you're doing too, um, on like where we at? Because I was just watching the Reconstruction period on the, on PBS. And I'm like, wow, this stuff is 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 li like what's happening now is happening back. It happened back then. It's literally history repeating itself, where people are just getting massacred, and anyone who protests and say like this is enough, like they're getting they're getting abused to a point where it's just like, yo, like we're, we're, we're not we're not doing this anymore and it, no not not to the point where we're not doing this anymore it's to a point where it's like you're not your voice will not be heard because we're gonna pretty much beat you down and silence you um but thankfully with where we are in this in this world now we have cameras we have all the technology to put it mean to put it out there you know what i mean um because if there if we were still living like in the early 90s and this george floyd situation happened the people who will really be upset will be the people who actually witnessed it or heard it for a first hand right there in Minnesota. Not like for the whole entire world to see. So everyone's up in arms because they just they witness a man die for eight minutes and 45 seconds across the world. You know what I mean? When back in the day, that never happened. There's a whole bunch of unknown people who was who were killed and no one, no one ever heard about it. You know what I mean? Okay. So everyone just went about their daily lives thinking everything's all all great. And it's not for certain people. And now people are realizing like, hey, like this is kind of messed up. And they it's everyone's taking a step back and realizing what part they play in it. And you educate themselves and understanding like, hey, like there's something here that we're missing, there's something here that my that my system, education system, society societal system. That's saying, hey, we're missing a major point here and we need to fix this. And it's great to see people doing that. It's great to see people talking about it. My thing is don't let up off the gas. Keep your foot on the gas and then keep making this better a better world for everybody. Um, because you make this world a better you make this world a better world for everybody. You never know what's gonna happen out of it. You know, you don't know what good could come out of it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's just horrible to think that like it's it's horrible to think that people who think like holding down people and keeping these same old like racist just like this 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 oppression way of life to think like okay like this is this is defending our freedoms this is making us great like no it's not like 
you're making it worse, you're dividing this country, you're creating more problems for people who need help, you know what I mean? Um, and it, it just needs to change. Like, and like even talking to, I'm not, I think I said this in one of my, on our last podcast, but these, these ways of interrogation tactics that the police use and everything like that, like even some of my police friends, it was like, yo, like, like that stuff is just straight up like almost is, is very equivalent to the Jim Crow laws and everything like that, how we go about it. Like you take a small, you take a small charge, put it on somebody and just say, hey, I got, I could arrest you for this 30 if you don't give me what you want. And now you jam that person's life up and making their life a little bit more harder for no reason. You know what I mean? And yeah, and and this mm. all and this majority of it is just like profiling, and it's it's and, it's, and you sure say like this is horrible. I don't agree with it. I don't like to go about it this way, and it's and it's hard to 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 stop a, a machine that's been going like this, been running like this for years. You know what I mean? For decades, for centuries. And how do we get? How do we change that? Um, so and, uh, the aspect of the Black Lives Movement that's been put forth most recently uh, has been televised by the news. The news puts out what the news will make money on. And so as the news mm -hmm. does die down with it, definitely, like you said, like keep going, keep learning, keep teaching uh, your friends, your family, making sure there's no ignorance, making sure that there's full education, understanding for what really has gone on and what currently happens. And don't, yeah. Yeah, don't let up on the education process of things. Um, looking yeah. into the side of, uh, of the way interrogations are set. I mean, I like I, was, like I watched the movie Just Mercy last night, yeah. and it, it shows forth um, the case of where Brian Stevenson comes to Alabama to defend the wrongfully convicted Walter McMillian, who was sentenced to death row in 1987 for the murder of an 18-year-old girl. And mm -hmm. as the movie progresses, it shows the evidence um, that proves his innocence. It takes... Mm -hmm. uh, he goes to attempt to reopen the case for some odd reason the, the mm -hmm. judge at that time said that there that there's not sufficient evidence to reopen the case which is beyond me because all the evidence points he literally there's family that states that with them he was working on a truck he was at another location um and uh and they basically just wanted somebody because the police had pressure and they they forced in an interrogation with somebody else to yeah give him a name, give the police a yeah. name, and that's who he chose. And, and uh, later on, he eventually goes to court, and, and um, the, the guy who, test, who testified against Walter McMillian um, says in court in a later date that everything he stated was false, and he, uh, he is completely innocent. And, but it takes years of being in jail and being on death row to finally get the case reopened um, and right. that shouldn't even happen in the first place. Like, yeah, right. the, arresting somebody because the police have pressure, like that's ridiculous. So you arrest somebody because yeah. of sufficient evidence that yeah. they're clearly somebody involved in a criminal right. act, not based on right. colors, not based on pressure that the police are having, not based on anything right. other than facts and, right. and correct ways of going about the yeah. law. Yeah, and I don't know if you remember the part where um in that movie where Michael B. Jordan he goes up to the um to the, the I think the prosecutor's house or the judge's house and told him was like hey like um hey, what are you doing like you, what you're doing is absolutely wrong and this is what we want we want just full recourse to just get this guy free out and this is what exactly I'm going for 
and he flat out pretty much told him, "Was like, yo, like there was a girl who got mur- who girl who got murdered. We couldn't find anybody, so we like I'm protecting my community because I'm blocking somebody for that." Right, and, but what he says in there is, "I'm protecting my community." He's then Michael B. Jordan in the movie says, yeah. "Well, and Evan Stevenson says, are you then protecting the white community because the black community is also part of this community? You're 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 right. missing the aspect of you you don't want to protect the poor black community, yeah. and you just right. want to protect rich and white." Exactly. And the, th- and the thing about that, like, think about how that lawyer, that prosecutor failed his whole entire community. You mm-hmm. convicted a wrong person and you literally, there's a killer out there who was set free. Right. He's set free to do whatever he could do, whatever he wants. And he, he's like, and what, what, why not he do it again? You know what I mean? It's like, all right, like, I got away with it. Why can't I do it again? You get right. what I'm saying? So like, just think about that. And, and it's like, wow, you would rather lock up an innocent black man instead of like convict the, the right person who's actually murder out there. For what? Just a, just a base off of the, the whole stereotype of just, a, just, hey, black people are killers or whatever, and and not actually say, hey, like, this is justice that needs to be held, upheld, and we actually can't find this person, and we need the community to help us out find this person. You know what I mean? Just it's like, all right, we got somebody in there, and that's that. And there's a lot of messages that, that you kind of see, like, because it, 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 it's in American history. It happened with the hurricane, with Brian Banks, and there's so many people that has um, I have been wrongfully accused and been thrown into jail and like they literally think like thank God for DNA testing like these people are now getting taken out of jail and come to find out like hey these people are free like but what about these other other hundreds of cases where these people actually did not do the did, did not do the crime and that like, they were executed mm-hmm. you know what I mean like they, there's yeah, there's something wrong when our system is so blinded by racism that like you don't want to go ahead and do the right thing to actually get people off the streets who are actually causing harm. And there's a lot of, in, in, the, in there, there's a lot of topics we can go off on that because it's like, we can talk about the abusive power of the police. There has to be a check and balance there. And, and it goes up the chain, like the, like the abusive power of the judge. You know what I mean? Um, I'm, I was watching a documentary and talking about that specifically, about how judges, especially, uh, I forget the guy's name, but specifically there was one judge, I'm going to find it out, but there was one judge in Texas who was literally just locking dudes, locking black people up and just giving them a death sentence, all of them. Uh-huh. And like all these guys are just appealing, appealing, appealing just to, just to stay alive for things that they haven't done. And he had some kind of racist slogan, whatever, written on his, um, on his desk, come to find out. But he, now he got convicted because he was proven that he was just doing this, doing this criminal act using the, the power of the, the judicial system behind him. And I think he had like probably three months of um, house arrest or something. I'm gonna look into that more, but it was just something so ridiculous and just very upsetting that you can take 20 years out of somebody's life and only get that so that minimum like joke of a sentence. You know what I mean? It's like, you should get the harshest sentence you, you offered to an individual if you're gonna do that. That's what I think is fair. Um, and, and the, the sad thing about that is that like people, the judicial system is not for well, what about what's fair. It's like, hey, this is what we're gonna do and this is how we act about, about it. Oh, we made mistakes. Oops, our bad, sorry. Like there's not really any course of action to say like, hey, we need to set the tone and let this message be brought across to all the judges, all police officers that you can't do that. Yeah, but, but, re- repercussion when, when basically these, these judges are choosing life and death uh, of, of innocent people, and then and then they yeah. only get a, a, a extremely short sentence and say, "Oh yeah, sorry, 
uh, my fault. Yeah. Like, let me let me do a little community service. So let me go and, and yeah. whatever. No, like it's, it's crazy. It's like you, you you just chose life or death for, for somebody who's completely innocent with evidence proved innocent. So yeah. Just get that. You ruin little, you ruin the families, you ruin people's lives, and that's the minimum thing that's gonna happen. Like, oh I'm sorry, that's that and like, like you said, community service is like, oh okay, really? But like what about these people that have to try to put back piece back their life together? You know what I mean? Like who knows the, the, the abuse and everything like that they went to in the system in jail and then they come back out and it's like, oh, okay. And the, the thing about that that really upsets me is, is the fact that the message in our judicial system is specifically haunting. It's saying, like, all right, if you're black, you can get wrongfully accused, you can get thrown away in jail and you can get, um, you can get executed, right? You can get a death penalty for something you could, you had nothing to do. You can get your life ruined just for being black for no reason. And and that's like when you hear these stories of um, what happened with um, Brian Banks uh, with uh, the hurricane, uh, with the movie um, that we that you watched last night and like all the other cases of these men wrongfully accused or just being legit, just having your lives just completely into a nightmare. Because remember the the also the that was in the next series uh, with the the five dudes who got wrongfully accused of raping a girl in New York. The Central Park Five or something. Yeah, yeah. And like you hear that, what do you think that's doing? That's spreading news about the black community, just saying like, hey, like it, just be cautious. You know what I mean? Like if some if if you see the police, like you, this is what you need to worry about. Like this could happen to you. So you're sending that message, and you're sending that fear, you're sending that propaganda to within the black community. So why do you think there's a lot of hostility? between the police and the black community. And it's also like with the judges too, like nothing's being done to say like, hey, like if we mess up, like, wow, like this could happen to us, you know what I'm saying? But like if for the black community, it's like, wow, just for being black, this is what could happen to us. Mm. No, nothing else, not, like you could be right, you could be wrong, you could do something good, you could do something bad, but just for being black, this is what, this is what can happen to you. But then and when you feel a police officer or you judge and you get judge and you get caught doing these elite criminal acts, and you only get these minimum slap on the wrist sentences, what messages are you saying? You're saying that it's okay for them to do what they're doing. Like, just, just don't get caught pretty much. You know what I mean? And it's sad. <laughs> it's, it's really sad and it's disheartening. You know? It's unjust. It's corrupt. It's uh, abuse of power. Uh, it's, it's systemic racism. Uh, hey, guys. Thanks for tuning in for another episode of Lift to Educate. We really appreciate you guys taking the time out to listen to us speak about fitness related topics and also current events that's happening right here in this country. As we continue to uh, grow this podcast, we ask that you please discuss the topics that we discussed today with your friends and family and also share it um, as well. And if you have any questions, you can reach us on a social media feed or also on our website. Um, Jacobs is jagged-fitness.com and you can reach him on social media. Um, Instagram is jaggedfitness.com and Jay and mine is uh, princefitempire.com and also princefitempire on social media. Until next time, guys, you guys stay healthy and stay educated and we'll talk to you guys next time.